Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Mm-hmm. 
Guess what? We're back this week on a new and exciting episode of 9021 OMG. It's T, it's J, and it's S. Sisney's back. You think what God. <laughs> hey, sis. This was a treat because I got to watch two episodes back to back because I watched the last week so I can catch up and then plus Ooh. this week. Nice. Lucky so I was, duck. I was in a flow. I almost wanted to start the next one. I was like, I have to stop. <laughs> you were binging. <laughs> yeah, I really was. <laughs> How was Hawaii? Oh, it was so relaxing. We missed the kids, of course, but it was a much needed parent only vacation. Right. We were discussing like, is it a baby moon when it's your, well, we would typically say second, but it's your third, but your second birth. Yes, exactly. So uh, yeah, it was our baby moon. Well, we're glad you're back. We're glad you're back. And I'm sure all the listeners are glad you're back because you were missed. Very missed. I'm happy to be back. Because when you're not, when you're not here, sis, I actually have to do my homework. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not true. Do you? Do you? I have very detailed notes this week. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. You guys, this is me for this podcast. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to relax and I'm going to let Tori run the show. No, this I'm is good because, Tori, you were kind of the star jokes. student. You do the hard work. This Sorry. is cool, though, because, Tori, you're kind of the star student in this episode. So it really matches go. up. I was just living living up to my image. Life <laughs> yeah. imitating art. So <laughs> let's get into it. Let's do it. She's ready to go, you guys. Let's talk about this week's episode, episode 10 of season two, Necessity is a Mother, aired on September 26, 1991. Synopsis, Dylan's long estranged mother, Iris, comes for a visit from Hawaii, which soon lands him in trouble at a local billiards club. Meanwhile, Steve and Donna decide to play the stock market. Oh, yeah, baby. Directed by Jefferson Kibbe, written by Darren Starr, Steve Wasserman, and Jessica Klein. And starring us. And starring us, yes. <laughs> this episode was a lot all about Dylan and his mama. Enter the fabulous Stephanie Beecham. Iris McKay. Who, guess what, you guys? We have on our show today. That's right. We'll get to that a little bit later. But That's awesome. We're interviewing her and we have some very fond memories and it'll be great to catch up. So let's dive right into the beginning of the episode, shall we? Mm-hmm. We shall. Um, okay. Right out of the gate. Dylan looks just uh amazing in the pool hall. He is everything he needs to be. That that is just him at his prime. I feel like he looks beautiful. He just ugh. Right, right away. Did you guys like it? Yeah. It made me think of that old movie, Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> Get it? Uh, no, he does look great. Do you remember? if Was he a good pool player? I mean, he Dylan was. He, they certainly made it look like he was a good pool player. I don't mm-hmm. know if that was they real. Him, it looked real. It did. They made him look like a good mm-hmm. surfer, too, which he was not. <laughs> he was not. <laughs> But I'll tell you what he's not good at. He's not good at driving. Um, he's driving that. There's a scene where he's driving Brenda home from wherever. And he rips into the driveway like 
a bat out of hell. That's isn't that the expression? A bat out of hell. Yeah. And he is uh he's not a very good driver. He like drives over the curb and slams on the brakes. Maybe he was mad. Maybe he was already drunk. I don't know. Something's going on. Yeah. Maybe that that's just how you, you got if you have a car like that, you just gotta drive it like that. Maybe that's the thing. That's how bad boys like, drive cars like that, antique mm-hmm. cars like that. Mm. Um, Brenda's tie is back. I was very happy. <laughs> Not that we've gotten to fashion. Yeah, I don't care for that look. I mean, I, I know you guys like it. I mean, I'm not my favorite. I Well, yeah. Brenda's tie is back. It was a different tie look. Like this would be her second tie yeah. ensemble. Yeah. That's why it's back. Mm-hmm. Wonder how many different ties we're going to see. How popular was that look in the 90s? Like, is that, were women wearing that to work? That, that was like the style? I found you a picture me. of myself uh, on a talk show where I was in a white tied shirt, button down shirt, a tie, and suspenders and pants. Uh-huh. So I was taking one out of Shan's book, maybe. What color was your tie? Red or something. I matched my lip to it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very Paul Abdul, right? Didn't she wear oh, that right. look a lot? I'm going on record. I'm not a fan of that. And I know this one loves Annie Hall. And now she wants to go to that look at some point in her life. And she's not doing it. I don't want to be Annie Hall. I want to be. uh, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Keaton. I want to be Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah. I could see you pulling Diane Keaton. It's like smart lady look. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with me look. I like it. Well, we were pulling into the driveway with Brenda. So. His mom is there. He, it's unexpected. She's there from Hawaii, um, which we'll get to this later. But Stephanie Beecham tells us uh, they made her from Hawaii because she had the worst American accent ever. Mm. Yes, you can. You can tell. I was like, what is the accent? Is that American or is that British? But it, I felt like it was British kind of trying to be American, but it didn't really cover so well. So they made her from Hawaii, which makes absolutely no sense. It was Madonna. It was very, very on trend at that point. <laughs> I enjoyed it. She was beautiful. I loved her hippie look, her whole like easygoing vibes and the such braids. a departure for her as an actress because coming from, you know, other shows that she had done, Dynasty and everything, she's always so glammed up and like made up. This was just really natural and pretty. Stephanie. Did you like that tie-dye, like that silk? I feel like we would wear that nowadays. Like it wasn't 90s, but it was like in, it would be in now, like that tie-dye kind of tied up shirt with the matching skirt. I loved it. Yeah, she looked comfy. Let's bring that back. Did you like her little braids? (laughs) I did. Two little braids. (laughs) To really set the mood that she's out there? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was like a note. I bet that note came from my dad, who was very invested in hair and makeup, oddly enough. Oh, really? Um, and wardrobe, but it was very like, I want their hair this way. And he always had to see Polaroids were in back then. Um, and he would always bring them home in his briefcase. But I bet that was a note. Like, let's do something hippie-esque. Mm-hmm. So Iris was also really uh, into astrology, which I know you love. I loved that. Um, yeah, I like I like her whole vibe. I feel like she's uh, she's super super cool. She comments that Dylan is a Libra and that Brenda is a Scorpio, which isn't a great match. 
But Luke actually was a Libra. IRL. So, so that's in October 11th. So they, that's interesting that they wrote that in, that Dylan was a Libra as well. But Shannon's actually an Aries, like you, my best friend. Mm-hmm. Although you guys are very different. Um, in good ways. Uh, and that's interesting. They made her a Scorpio, which would be November. What is Kelly? When's Kelly's birthday? Wow. That would be a question for I don't know. Darren text him. who's a big fan. Text yeah. Darren we have a super duper fan for that. <laughs> Not just the super fan. Because <laughs> I do believe in astrology and um, mm-hmm. Scorpios can be challenging. And, um, and Libras are kind of usually peacemakers. They usually don't have tempers like Dylan McKay, but... I don't think they go together, but I'd be curious to know what Kelly is because I wonder if that's a better match. No spoilers. You're a Sag. Donna was a Sag or Capricorn? Christmas. Christmas Day would be Cap- Capricorn or Sag? I don't know. December 25th. I want to say Sagittarius. Does that feel undonna? It worked for the storyline no. in one episode, I guess. Iris does make a comment, though, about um, Brenda having really negative aura. Did you guys hear that? I did. And I feel like uh, maybe I Hate Brenda fan club was born right then and there. (laughs) People are like, well, I mean, you you can't argue with it because she's so over the top with Dylan and Iris in this episode. Like she's on him all the time and pretty rude to his mom i mean i I was like why is she being so rude to his mom and i guess it was just based on you know dylan sharing his experiences with her and talking to her about it privately but like Mm -hmm. she didn't have any level of respect for her for his mom which i thought was a little weird that's a little um dare i say it um unfemale i feel like instinctually um we are there for women and we, you know, women support women. So even if, you know, the boy in our lives is saying like the mother, like you always are like, hmm, let me see what's really getting on, getting Let me see what's really going on woman to woman. So I was surprised as well that she kind of came in very aggressive. Yeah. defensive. Right. It is your boyfriend's mom. I would want to impress her a little, even if they're estranged. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, definitely. So we got some I info mean, when, on Kelly's birthday. When? It's inconsistent. Oh, shoot. Talk, go I think it us. kind of goes with the theme of the show. Okay, talk to us. In season three, Kelly's 18th birthday was celebrated in March. And then in season six, Kelly's 21st birthday was celebrated in September. Wait, air date? But the air date doesn't... They say yeah, it's March they or they say it's September because it air date doesn't matter. It may have been the episode date, like whatever was happening in the episode. What season was it? What were we wearing? Was it like... (laughs) (laughs) Is that how we tell the seasons? (laughs) Okay, wait. Okay, let's just go through this for a second. So if it's March, I'm going to go with March, like end of March, because then you could be an Aries, which you really are. And Dylan was a Libra, which Luke really was. And that kind of makes mm-hmm. the love story even be- better for me. I like that because mm-hmm. real playing real. I like it. I like it. Let's go with that. You know what? If that's what you want, that's what we're going to be. Okay. Kelly's birthday's in March. Oh. Boom. Time stamped right here in 
here. <laughs> right here and here. Did you guys feel that it was foreshadowing at all that Donna would be in business with Steve and now Tori is in business with Ian? Love that. You, my friend, I didn't get that at all. Okay, it's so funny what you take away from things. So, okay, so jumping to the Donna-Steve storyline, which I was really grateful for. It was like a good story, juicy storyline for me. Um, finding my voice, which you know is a big thing, but over, mm-hmm. overarching theme in Tori's real life, as Jenny would know. <laughs> third person. I know, and that's so not me. Um the character of Tori is no, but it's like finding my voice has been a big thing. And my best friend always helps me find my voice and we've been working on it and I'm getting there. You're getting there, girl. But Donna was getting there too. She, I, I felt like Kelly was a really bad friend to Donna in this episode. I felt bad the way she was treating Donna. I mean, she kept saying she was stupid and uh, she didn't say you're stupid. She said, don't be stupid. Don't be Mm -hmm. stupid. Mm -hmm. And also I didn't really understand why Kelly would care that much about Donna spending money because to Kelly, you know, money is just an evergreen thing, you know? So I didn't under, I didn't really get why Kelly was supposed to be the voice of reason for her. Maybe it went with the theme of the episode of like mothering. Like it was almost like Kelly was very mothering. Over. You guys are both so smart today. Yeah. This is like very. <laughs> we are. We're really crushing it today. Nuances, but I'm, <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, so I was going to say another thing about my life. Like I've always feared that people would think I was stupid. Um, just I don't know why. So that like the feeling of Donna thinking people will assume she's stupid is very on point for me my whole life thinking people will assume I'm stupid. Um, well, why do you think people yeah. would think that? I have no idea. I'm not sure. Just because I think you're com- a female? Um, I think it came originally because who my dad was and he was the producer and people would make assumptions and perceptions and they would say things like, oh, she just has the parks of her dad and she can't act and she can't, can't, can't. I heard can't so many times that I guess that went into my brain as uh, I can't be smart. I can't think for myself. I can't have a voice. I can't anything because I'm just told no so much publicly. Hmm. And also I. That's not true. I was going to say I wasn't that good in school, but I wasn't bad in you're, school. You're super smart. You're smart. Everybody has smart uh, intelligence in different areas. I mm-hmm. think I always tell my kids, uh, I'm not book smart. I'm street smart. <laughs> okay. So if you were going to have to talk to me as your kid in a mothering way, I'm not book smart and I'm not street smart. So what type of smart am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's we're gonna have to come up with a different category, clearly. Right. Um, hmm. You're business smart. Oh. Oh. Not money not, smart. I didn't say money. I didn't say don't go to them. I didn't say money. But I think you're business smart. Thank you. I think you're business smart too. <laughs> um so but it's funny, Donna was good at the stock market, which is money, which Maybe that should have for <laughs> it made me laugh. That wasn't foreshadowing because was like, exactly <laughs> it didn't rub off at all. The interesting thing is if they were going to write that in there, maybe my dad would have been like, hmm, 
maybe I should teach her about money and teach her about investments and teach her about all the stock market. He and my mom played. Stock market, yeah. But nope, nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing. (laughs) So I played it on TV, didn't know in real life, still don't. It's so funny because I, I don't think about money. I don't, I'm not a money minded person and I don't do math like just ever. Like uh, I don't, when you say numbers to me, even if it's a phone number, my brain just goes, <laughs> like I can't handle any kind of numbers. So I didn't teach my kids about m- math or, uh, you know, money, finances, anything. And I feel terrible about that. And I always said to their dad, like, you have to pick pick up because I mm-hmm. can't do this. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So I just the other day, my 24 year old came and, and she was asking like real life questions about um, money and a job and getting a raise and um, W9, 10, 110. I see. I don't know about stuff like this. W9 forms, maybe? W2? Is that a thing? I, I just think it's not the yeah. one you clean with. It's not the W. 1099. Yeah. 1099. Okay. She was asking mm. about all that stuff. Clearly, I shouldn't ask you guys either. Um, But. I was like, I don't really know. So thank goodness my husband, Dave, knows about it. (laughs) And um, but she said, yeah, you and dad were no help when I needed advice about that (laughs) kind of stuff. Because I was always like, I don't know, call Andy, who's like in the business management firm, because I don't (laughs) that's not good advice to give your kids. Like you should sit down and try to teach them about I guess, money management. They should teach all this in school. There should be a course in college. Like, yeah, we can't do it. School needs to teach it. I don't think we should. We need to learn about trigonometry or whatever Brenda no. is talking about in this. What even I don't even know what trigonometry is, but uh, they shouldn't teach about that. They should teach about real life applications of like mm-hmm. finances and so money smart. management and mm-hmm. as basic as how to write a check and like like it's things all the way. <laughs> that's clearly they don't something do that like, anymore. Nobody writes checks anymore. <laughs> I write a check every week. What do you guys? What are you guys talking about? I write a check every week. What are you talking about? You get a checkbook out and write a check. You're that person. There's still there's still some of you out there. Wait, how do you wait? How do you do it if you don't write it? You Venmo? guys, Venmo or um, electronic payment. Some people don't have that. No, I know what you mean. There's still some. So my housekeeper, who's literally Jen, knows her well. Like mm-hmm. worked for my mom since I was 13. Started with me at 18. She's my grandma. I call her mama. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know about electric transfers. She doesn't know this stuff just like I don't. She right. doesn't have Venmo, so I write her a check. I mean, I use checks still too, but I don't write them out anymore. They come off of a computer. But uh, I, I still have a checkbook, but it's yeah. all out of checks. <laughs> like there's no checks in it. You, you guys, I got fancy with investing. I was on my Venmo the other day and it told me I could do Bitcoin or crypto. What? Mm-hmm. All that jazz. That's a good idea. Oh, clearly not. But it had the arrows going up and down like a stock market. And I saw the up arrow. So I said, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice and take a chance. So oh, I invested no. $100 of my Venmo. In Bitcoin. Yes. It's in down Bitcoin to 70 in- Bitcoin. It's down okay. to $74.23. Am I going to be okay? Oh, Should my. I sell? I don't <laughs> know. Donna, got out. Donna. Donna sold. Should I sell? Write it out. Sell. I say sell, sell, sell. I have no idea what. But that if is. I sell it, I only get seventy four dollars and twenty three cents. No. no, no, you will. But I'm just right. saying, don't sell. So when at you're that down. point, hold on. Okay, you hold on to it. It'll come back up. It'll come back up, and the minute it comes back up, 
JG, the minute it comes back up, I'm selling it just like Donna did. I'm going to take a lesson from my character on the show. See? Good for you. You I'm going to learn something from this (laughs) rewatch. I think that all of our listeners have learned something from this episode, too. And it's how uh, money illiterate we all three seem to be. It's so sad because my dad is an accountant and my... Um, my husband works in finance. He's the director of finance. Like I couldn't be more surrounded about like with money. And I'm just like, well, thank God. Yeah. That's great that you have people around you that are, yeah, you're going to be okay. Wait, there's, there's a saying, what what was the saying that your ex said to you about you in regards to money? Cause it applies to me too. And I always think about it except now, which I forgot. Wait, when he said someday you're going to thank me for this. Oh no. No, 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 not that one. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Oh, there's only two quotes I can remember that one. And um, your pun, your penny smart and dollar foolish, or is it the other way around? So you know how to save money? Like we like bargains, like we'll go to Target or go to somewhere, but we'll end up spending so much money there that you could have spent it into something else. It was in regards to this conversation. And you said, Mm -hmm. right, is that it? Yeah. You're penny smart, dollar foolish. I think so. That's me too. We have to stop talking about money now. I'm getting anxiety. Yeah, we should oh, take sorry. a break. <laughs> Ooh, I like breaks. <laughs> okay, so when we come back, we're going to interview Stephanie Beecham, who played Iris McKay. Um, of course, you know her from, well, she worked with Jason on Sister Kate, and she was on Dynasty, the Colbys, and we're super excited to see her again. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. 
don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Okay, we are very, very honored and excited to be talking to Stephanie Beecham right now, Yay. who, as you know, played Iris McKay, Dylan's cuckoo mama. <laughs> Free spirited. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to see you again. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I mean, it's been far too long. I know. But of course, Tori, what I really think of is you when you're 12 in Troop Beverly Hills. I know. Isn't that crazy that we got to semi work together two times, even though we never were really like in major scenes in either in Troop Beverly Hills or 90210? Darling, I observed you behaving so beautifully when you were over hot 
in Santa Monica Park or something like that. And, and you were so hot and you were asking for no privileges and you were just one of the team. And I thought that girl is fabulous. Oh, thank you. You've always been so amazing. That day, that couple of days, it was like over a hundred degrees. People were passing out like crazy. It was, it was hard. I thought you were very, very cool. I love you. you. Well, Besides that, my dad loved you so much. Obviously, he worked with you time and time again because he thought you were so amazing and so kind. So, so special. I mean, he, he basically changed my life, you know. Hmm. He really did. I mean, I was a divorcee with, I mean, I was successful, but he just changed my life. He turned it into Technicolor. Hmm. <laughs> So your first job uh, on television was with Aaron Spelling? Because I know you trained at RADA and you did a lot of... Me? Me? My first job, was, I think that television was in black and white when I made my <laughs> <laughs> I played Mary Queen of Scots, uh, 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 you know, and I did historical drama and stuff like that. Can we talk about Dynasty and the Colbys before 90210? I just, I have to. Yes. Yes. Okay. This is this is what was really fun. Then I did Sister Kate, which was when I played a nun. Yes. Which, is, which I just thought was a good contrast to um, mm. Sable Colby. And Jason was my eldest orphan in this orphanage that I ran. And when Luke needed a mum on 90210, uh, it was Jason that said, you need Beecham, your lover. And it was Jason who went to your daddy, Tori, and said, how about Beecham for Luke's mom? And that's how it happened. I did not know that. I just assumed because my dad loved working with you that he wanted to incorporate you. Uh, that's, why, that's why it happened, because he didn't just say no. He said, oh, well, weird. And then, of course, I turned up with one of the worst American accents ever. And so they decided that I had to have come from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they wanted you to come from Hawaii so you ha- could use your real accent? No. They, they said <laughs> so I could from Hawaii, and that's why I had a rather strange American accent. For some reason, they just thought it would work. Well, there we go. I've never heard that's a Hawaiian so with a funny. strange accent. Well, oh, every- it's funny. Everything comes full circle because this isn't the reason Jason got the part, but I was such a huge fan of Sister Kate. I was obsessed with that show that when my dad was casting Beverly Hills 90210, I said, you have to look at this guy, Jason Priestley. He's on my favorite sitcom, Sister Kate. Oh, darn. And of course he watched it and my dad was like, oh, and there's Stephanie. Oh my gosh. Like it was just, yeah. So it all works together. We were all meant to be together. Oh, I tell you, I miss the old days, don't you? I miss your daddy. It, it, they'll never be, yeah. It was a definitely a no. different way of making television that I don't think will ever it happen again. Ever. I was talking to somebody was asking me, I mean, they do on a daily basis, but somebody was asking me on the set today about it. And I said it was extraordinary because it was like being under contract to old Hollywood. 
being under contract, how you could borrow the clothes, you weren't to wear jeans, those sort of things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. It was it was a very, very wonderful, wonderful uh, time. Um, and it had its definite rules and they were easy to follow. So did they bring you on to Dynasty already knowing the intention of doing the spinoff or was that first? Yes. In- okay. Yes. I got cast as Sable Colby, married to Charlton Heston, sister-in-law, Barbara Stanwyck, sister, you know, in all the most amazing cast. And we went to a party. Um, uh, John Forsyth and Linda Evans, you know, with, with uh, Crystal's place. And uh, that's how we span off. That's how we started the Colby. Oh my gosh, amazing. And can you talk a little bit about the wardrobe? Because <laughs> oh, everyone so talks about the wardrobe well, from it, Dynasty you, and the Colby's. Just to mention uh, the wardrobe, and you think of Nolan Miller at six o'clock in the morning or earlier, if need be, on his hands and knees pinning a hem. He was so hands-on, that wonderful man. He really was. And uh, and he uh, gave me the great privilege of making a figure for me in the workroom because he said, you don't change shape like Elizabeth Taylor. You know, you, you stay the same shape so I can make you a figure. And therefore, we only had to have the original conversation about what it should be what it what it was needed for the scene and then the fitting I mean that in itself was as glamorous as could ever be I tell you the only thing that was a downside of it was having new shoes every day (laughs) because they hurt five inch new heels sort of and because when I met Linda Evans for the first time I thought what are earth are you doing wearing those fluffy slippers well i was in fluffy slippers in between takes very soon i promise you (laughs) yes we love the fluffy slippers between takes you had your own judy you had a figure your own that's amazing so when i used to go because he was to me he was uncle nolan and i was fascinated with going to his shop and he would let me come to the shop when i was little and he would take me through all of the amazing iconic actresses and I would see their figures, their Judies and their names on it. And I would just be obsessed and be like, this is what I want to do when I grow up and just look at these beautiful figures and be like, I want to be an actress and wear all these glamorous clothes. Um, But you guys definitely created fashion for a decade. Totally, totally. And I can remember one um, Halloween when the the guys in West Hollywood, if they weren't Linda Evans and they weren't Joan Collins, they were Sable Colby. Um, Because we were the most wonderfully done up people on the planet, weren't we? I mean, the values that were put into that show were extraordinary. I mean, the, the, the materialistic values. And the sets, for heaven's sake. I mean, true glamour, true glamour. The sets were amazing. They were they were like my house growing up, but they were but a real set. Like the details, the ashtrays were real and just everything of such yes. 
opulence. It was an amazing. Sorry to spend so much time on this, but I know people are fascinated by Dynasty and we're so excited to talk to you. Barbara Stamick said to me, don't ever eat the caviar. And I said, why not? It looks great. She said, no, it'll get into your teeth and you'll smile with black dots. Um, <laughs> but it was real. It was near enough real caviar. I mean, it was extraordinary, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, real caviar. And I feel like on Dynasty, like nowadays, wigs are back in and you, everyone's wearing a wig instead of doing their hair over and over. Again, I remember visiting the sets and Linda and Joan had wigs. I would visit their makeup room and I'd be like, oh my gosh, that was new to me. I didn't understand. And um, I, did you wear a wig? It was all my own hair. Wow. Where'd it go on? Where'd it go on? Um, uh, that was all my own hair. And I, uh, Barbara Ronsi was the hairdresser. And she, I said, what am I going to look like today, Barbara? And she said, I don't know. I haven't felt it yet. <laughs> uh, but just create amazements. No, it was, it was, it was pretty darn special. Um, but come on, girls, what about 90210? Let's talk about 90210. Let's... Iris McKay. Yes. What a very different character. Okay. Forget about that. I just I remember laughing so hard when I came into the makeup room one morning and there you all were fast asleep in the makeup tray and the makeup chairs. Oh, passed out while they were doing our makeup, of course. <laughs> we were growing teens. We, we needed our sleep. You were you were fabulous creatures. You were you were you were a terrific bunch of a, an amazing energy. Thank you. Thank oh my you. gosh! Well, it's because of guest stars like you that our show was so successful, and um, you know, it was such a memorable character. No, it wasn't. Was because we were just it. It was riveting, wasn't it? It was a brilliant idea. It was terribly clever, and it worked incredibly well. It really did. It was a lovely show. Yes, Iris brought so much, uh, so many um, complications, I think, to Dylan's uh, character and made his character so much um, juicier, deeper, more well, meaningful. Yeah. Well, you're, you're very sweet, but I think that amazing actor Luke could do anything that he wanted. He was a, he is a, I mean, that's a great actor. What what uh, is your favorite memory of working with Luke? With Luke, oh, actually, my favorite memory is um, Luke and Jason singing Tom Jones songs in the uh, in the makeup room. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a whole Tom Jones concert in the makeup room. That brings it all back. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just the sweetness. Uh, it, it because op, the off time is just as important in a day's work, isn't it? As as the work on screen, because that's what gives the atmosphere. And when you've got people who are really lovely to work with um, and lovely to be around, well, that just makes for bliss, doesn't it? Yeah, the connection show on screen, the energy between the people. Yeah. Mm -hmm, definitely. And you guys definitely now, had that. Yes, we did, actually. I, I uh, well, both my boys, my boys, um, uh, loved dearly. 
Um, you studied early on to be a mime. <laughs> Do you, is that something that you used? In I, your... The mime thing was pretty magic. It was in Paris and I was no pair at the same time and doing this mime thing. And it was terribly serious mime and did these fearsome exercises. I mean, I can dislocate all the parts of my body because of these exercises. Well, not dislocate, but... Isolate. Yes, that's it. No shoulder movement. Wow. <laughs> Maybe we have a future. Maybe we could be mine. Stephanie, we got to get you on TikTok. <laughs> yes, that would be... I'd do a good TikTok. You would. Actually. Stephanie, before we go, what you said you're working today... Um, on a project, can you share with us what it is? Okay, it's a, um, a, a really funny, uh, really exciting adventure film um, called Renegades, but I'm a, a policewoman who is trying to solve things and I have a very small and fun little part. It's like it's like 15 people have got fabulous parts. You know what I mean? It's one of those. It's so interesting. Sorry, before we go, we always ask our guests, would you be Team Brandon or Team Dylan? And that's a hard one for you to answer because well, you were so close yeah. to both of them. I'm sorry. Blood comes first. It's, it's Team Dylan. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us yes. today, Stephanie. Oh, you're so sweet. It's such a pleasure to see you two. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas. 
which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for our nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash circle card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Okay, you guys, let's get into fashion, shall we? This episode had a couple of good fashion moments, didn't you think? It did. I got to say, I was really into my floral dress that I wore in one of the stock market uh, classroom scenes. Because remember in BH90210, Darren Martin, our biggest fan, had that dress and he, mm-hmm. in a Ziploc bag. Remember, he keeps everything in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> very, it was very professional. Brought, it was very weird. He brought you a baggie with a dress in it. And I was <laughs> like, weird. is this weird? <laughs> No, but that's the dress he brought you. That's that's the dress that he brought to the set that day. I remember. He's also like an uber collector, you guys. He has a whole room dedicated to 90210. And he has brilliant pieces from over the years. So he does keep everything like uh, labeled and and done. So he brought it. And I was super nervous because I was like, I'm not going to be able to fit into that. But thank you, Spanx, for Spanx later. I got into it. Right, Jen? You did. I don't know how many pairs of snakes you had on that day, but you got into it. You, you had to help me pee, I think, at some point in the trailer because 
when you got to pee, it's really hard to get spanks off. Wait, are you being serious? Do you really put that many on? Jen? Am I missing something? Uh, she does. No. What's the most? What's the most amount of spanks you've worn for an outfit? Jen? I'm going to go on record with three. Jennifer Eve? You Is that not right? I, you know I hate odd numbers. Oh, okay. Four. Four. She went with four. Or round up. It was four. Four. <laughs> I don't know how you get the spanks on with your nails. Like it's uh, treacherous, <laughs> and you don't. Do you like poke right through them with those things? Okay, so here. Okay, so no, I can get them on and off. It takes a while. It's no easy feat. But I don't know if you guys have tried Skims by Kim Kardashian. They're really, really good, but she doesn't make a pee hole in them, and you got to have the pee hole because spanks are so tight that sometimes you can't get them off. But it's nice when it has that little hole. So then it's just a hole. It's just it's a just, it, well, it's yeah, it's a so squat. Then you would have to do like women. four of the same spanks that all have the holes. So then you could essentially go to the. But all of spanks now make with holes in them for okay easy pee. Um, and skims do not. I love them. They're super good, but they don't have a pee hole. And I tried once to cut a pee hole into it, and the whole thing went kaput. No. Why are yeah. we talking about pee holes? This is, I don't know. <laughs> it's the family show? When? Huh? Huh? huh. Hey, oh, this, is, this is this a is a useful hack for women out it there. It is educational. Don't try to cut your own pee hole. You will ruin your undergarments. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to I fashion. I had a favorite fashion moment. Go, go. Um, one of mine was Andrea's floral shirt, and I loved it because... My mom has a couch in that same floral pattern. <laughs> Still to this day. That That's is awesome. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I loved that shirt. Sis, did you have a favorite fashion moment? Um, Not necessarily a favorite, but I'm really needing Cindy to step up her game a little bit with her outfits because yeah. the striped... <laughs> collared shirt thing she was wearing in one of the scenes i'm just like she's so beautiful let's like dress her better and the jeans with the belt is not yeah it's not the her best look i know no oh i also she was so nice to iris in this episode so it kind of doesn't matter yeah it was cute that they were hanging out and she was kind of like going with her vibe and you know Mm -hmm. trying new things Wait, I want to ask you guys, what is a mind gym? Have you ever been to a mind gym? Because in this episode, Iris takes Cindy to a mind gym in Beverly Hills. And I don't, I've never been to such a thing. That's so funny. I was about to say the same thing, but I I couldn't remember the name. I was going to call it a chill bar because I loved <laughs> the bar setup, and it was so like the glowing lights and glass. Um, no, we should do that and drink garlic drinks. Yeah. It looked like a real boring place to go, I got to tell you. Is it just like a place you go and meditate and drink tea or? The evolution of that nowadays would be like an oxygen bar, right? Or like a meditation, um, you know, like the den. They have that meditation center here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Where you can go and meditate. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be into where that. you go float. Have you gone to float? I have never floated in a, in a, in a tank. What's that called? I a float uh, tank. It, yeah, right. I yeah, I did so I did it once. Things. I think you would go as nuts as I went because I couldn't shut my brain off. 
I had the million and one checklist and I was just like, okay, zone out, couldn't. And, and you're trapped in like a tank of water. Yeah. I think I might've gotten seasick. But yeah. They always have those sometimes jam. in like the middle of the mall. <laughs> it seems weird to do they it. Like float tanks. Yeah. I've seen that. Oh my God. I was going to say that's like getting a chair massage in the middle of the mall, but I <laughs> yeah. stopped myself. <laughs> do you do that? I do that. I do. She's pointing at me. I I will get a massage wherever someone will give me a massage. I love getting a massage at the mall. Like I'm down for that. I know. I would get a massage in the grocery store if they would offer that. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for those little Thai like massage places where you just like can walk in to welcome as long as they have a sign up that says no happy endings. And, but in the mall, I would think you of all people would be worried that you couldn't be private or like, you know, like someone would yeah, see you. Yeah, but once you're, once you're there, oh. like in the saddle yeah. with your face in, in the thing, nobody knows who who's there. Nobody sees what you're looking like. It's only when you get out and then you have like the paper stuck to your face or you have like an imprint of the round thing and you're, you're going on <laughs> down to Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever to <laughs> get your shopping done. It's a little weird. You always have to like have all your shopping bags near your massage chair because you don't want to make nobody steal it while you're getting your <laughs> yeah, massage. You gotta hold them. You gotta hold them in with your feet a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> Note to anyone in LA when you were in a mall, check out those chairs because you never know who might be face down in them. It might be Jenny Garth. <laughs> it's a great deal. <laughs> it is. I want to go today. Let's go get one today. Yeah, it's like Fifteen dollars okay, for twenty-five minutes in. <laughs> Well, I have a best line from the episode I was watching when I was watching it. It didn't, it wasn't in the episode, but when my husband walked through the room and I was watching it, he goes, why is Brenda wearing a tie? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's uh, my favorite line. Uh, Brandon saying, you'll get used to it, pal. Pal? What? Is it the word pal that bothers pal you? In a, yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> hey, pal. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, have it's a friend kind who of an uses old, pal a lot. Really? It it's, like an, it's an old school term. My dad mm -hmm. used to say pal, but it was weird to see a teenage boy saying pal to his best friend. I don't know. Mine was from Kelly. Bren, you can love him, but you can't save him. True that. That's so true. Yeah, she was kind of tough love on the whole telling Brenda how to hang out with, with, you know, how to deal with Dylan. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't love the scene where she um, told Jim Walsh that he could mellow out, go somewhere, grow a beard, swim naked. I'm sure you got all hot and bothered with that scene, didn't you? <laughs> I did not get hot and bothered. No, but I did. Now that I'm thinking about Jim, I did like his, um, his leisure suit at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> I love a man in a leisure suit. We have to get James Eckhouse on here. We have to. Is this infatuation um, recent or did you feel this way when you were actually filming with him at the time as a teenager? No, this is just as a fan watching the show back. Got I'm it. now, Got I, have, it. I have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sis, do we have any questions from listeners? We sure do. Okay, so let's get to Erica's. She's asking, did your significant others ever get jealous or annoyed with your relationships with castmates, male or female? Mm, 
That's a good question. Because you guys all had a tight bond, you know? Like, even if it wasn't, you know, you guys didn't were like a love connection on the show, but like, was like there how jealousy? did your first husband feel about the wedding gift that Luke sent? <gasps> what did he send? What did he send? <laughs> a huge smile. What is it? I what? I can't believe you're bringing this up. Okay, so I got married when I was 21. Um, wow. And we had a beautiful wedding in Beverly Hills and Luke couldn't come to the wedding, but he did send a gift and he sent a bread maker. And the only reason he sent a bread maker was because it was called Mr. Loaf. I don't get it. (laughs) He wasn't a fan of her first husband. He He felt that the title said it all. Got it. No card, no, no nothing, card, nothing. Just Mr. Loaf. <laughs> so how did he feel? He didn't know. Oh, yes. He had no idea that he didn't make the connection. He didn't. He didn't know at all. Only I knew. You might have gotten mad at the time, but secretly you were laughing. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think I got mad at the time no. either. I think I was just laughing because it's like a like your brother would you know like say something about your your boyfriend, your husband, or whatever, but. <laughs> I don't think that's ballsy. Oh, please. You want to hear another joke he said about, I don't even know if it was more my husband or, or boyfriend. I don't know what it was. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, So-and-so is having friends over, friends over tonight. 10 friends. He hasn't seen in a a while. His toes. (laughs) (laughs) That was about the same. Yeah. I guess that thought he meant, I don't know. He felt like my husband had a big tummy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think he so thought he had a beer gut at the time because I think he. he oh, I think yeah. he yeah. was jelly. Probably. Yeah. Sounds it. Yeah. We were all really close. So I, for me, it was always just a matter of managing that, especially with the male co-stars, because I always just had to say they're like brothers, you know, these are like my brothers. and. I, you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to get over it if you have any issue with it because we're really close and we have to be and you don't need to be threatened by them. Would they watch the episodes? Um. Yeah, I don't remember ever sitting down and watching an episode with an ex that was like, you know, Kelly making out with somebody. I know now when Dave watches the episodes back with me and he sees Kelly being sassy or like sexy or kissing some guy he he just makes a big joke out of it like he laughs at it and you get but he does you can tell he gets all a little bit like stirred up inside Aww. and he deals with it with humor like <laughs> yeah that. that's like the clear sign <laughs> <laughs> um there's like a running theme of luke not liking our exes because luke hated <laughs> one of my exes rightfully so everyone did but anyway at my parents christmas eve party luke punched my ex-boyfriend and that was really uncomfortable because I lived with him and he was like it was a whole big deal and then I had to go to set and it was really hard because Luke was really upset and we didn't talk for six months outside of filming that's crazy to not talk to somebody outside of filming yeah 
Did that happen more than once with any other I castmates? I was mad, but not mad. Like, I knew it was right because he was supporting. Later, I saw that he was protecting me. But mm-hmm. at the time, when you're in the relationship and you're the one that's getting yelled at it at home, like, why do your friends so mean to me? Like, you have to deal with that on both sides. So I was, like, really mad at Luke. Um, but, yeah, he was right. He was always right. Wow. He was just so protective of us. Yeah. In hindsight, it's so nice. We had such great brothers, you know? Totally. Yeah. Okay. Mackenzie is asking, Tori has openly talked about how she and Jason had a summer romance. Was it taking place during the filming of these specific episodes? And did it ever cause problems? And she just has her head in her lap. She's hiding. And did it ever cause problems on set, especially with Brian? Literally, if you guys could see right now, Tori is hiding from this question. You can hide from the question. The microphone is right there. We can still hear you. (laughs) Did you hear me gulp? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Wait, Uh, when did you openly talk about you and Jason having a summer fling? Was it in a book? No. (laughs) No, it was on. No, it was on a show called Celebrity Lie Detector. I couldn't lie. You could have lied and then they would have like guessed that it was true and then you would have won. I know. I screwed up. I wasn't thinking clearly and I panicked and I said it and and then it was everywhere and whatever. Anyway. Okay, so tell us what did you say? I'm 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 I I don't remember. Jen. (laughs) When was it? It was Brian didn't care because by then Brian Brian and I were a thing of the past. No, it was like after looking at me, I'm like, I don't remember. It was the summer between uh, season seven and eight. <laughs> and <laughs> season seven and eight. I don't know why that comes to mind. I don't know. That's deep. I'm not sure if it was then, but it was, deep, yeah. Deep into the series. I had brown hair. I go by hair colors during the, the whole filming oh. of that. Now I go by when I had kids. Back in my 20s and teens, I went by hair colors on the TV show. And I like had dark after college. So it was after college. Yes. Yes. Why did I, well, either block this from my memory or never knew about this? <laughs> was it secretive at the time? You guys sneaking around? I was scared. You, you can't tell not, you. Dory. People need to hear. I was scared to tell you. <laughs> Oh my God. I, you learn something new every day, people. This is juicy. Mm, mm, well, mm. give us some more teeth. No. Ugh. She doesn't want to talk about it. That's all you said on that show. We're not going to make you elaborate on it if you don't want to, but we would really like to hear the details. It didn't cause any problems, and we've all remained really super close friends. Ta da. Cute. All right. You want to talk about any of That's, your secret romances, Jenny? Um, I don't think the question was geared towards me. Mackenzie <laughs> specifically asked Tori no, she sure a question. Did. And I don't think I'm going to comment on that any further. <laughs> Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode, ladies. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody out there. Um, Text what? me afterwards, yes. you guys. I'll tell you all the details. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Love you okay. guys. Oh, next week. Have a great week. Yeah. Oh, next episode. Next episode. Season two, episode 11, Leading from the Heart. Be there or be square.
Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise relive the magic of the iconic pop culture music and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars nightly theme parties celebrity interactions and all-out 90s activities there'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring blues traveler collective soul gin blossoms everclear lit and more the 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 